0: This is not your dungeon game, we just like D&D, but it's not because we are fight bicker or we bride the questmaster. Now on to the quest. All right. Welcome back everyone. We will go back to right where we left off, which is right where Bill rolled a 17. Will it kill Mr. Lockwood or will he stay alive through this attack? I need Bill to roll a six die for you, please. I got one. Bill launches his grenade and it flies right past Mr. Lockwood's face, almost nicking him and kills two people behind him, sending Mr. Lockwood flying forward. He's hurt, but he's not out of the fight. It is now Chris's turn. And Chris, you can now use your weapon. Uh, I want to use my rail gun. Oh, <laughs> Jesus, Christ! I got five. Chris, oh Chris, I need you to roll your six die for me, please. Oh, I got a uh, four. Chris lines up a shot on the uh, on Mister Lockwood and pulls the trigger. The gun stalls for a second, and it's just enough time for Chris to move it slightly to see what's wrong with it. It f- shoots, it fires its shot, and the shot goes for killing four of his pirates, almost clean headshot. It is now Bill's turn.
1: Oh, right. there are
0: now fourteen pirates left. So I have, I have an unlimited ammo grenade launcher, right? No, you. Oh, <laughs> <talking to that. laughs> you have four rounds left on you at the moment. Your ship that landed has a resupply. Let's go for another grenade, grenade launcher. Remember, if you kill him, there's a good chance something the left. There's a chance that if I hit the pirates, it might hit Mr. Lockwood. So I might as well aim at Mr. Lockwood. It might hit. And the- it's gonna hit that pirates. <laughs> Your logic. Launching- just roll your <laughs> twenty dice. <Fuck> it, really. <laughs> fifteen. I use six die, please. Six. All right. You fire your grenade and it hits Mr. Lockwood, obliterating him completely. Also killing four other members that were trying to help him get up. Wow. There are now ten men left. Chris, it is now your turn. I want to kill one of them with my butter knife. <laughs> <laughs> I got fifteen. <laughs> Oh, you're going to have to roll against me on this one. Wait, what? Oh, well, lucky you. My roll is too low for that. Chris grabs out his butter knife and charges at the pirates. After losing Mr. Lockwood, the pirates are stunned and scared. Chris, please roll your six die for me. Okay, I got four. Charges forward, slicing four of the pirates' necks wide open with his butter knife. As it ripped and teared through each of them he's now in the middle of all of them chris i need you to roll another 20 dice for me please another 20 huh okay okay i got a 10. <laughs> okay. in this momentum chris decides to keep going he goes to attack another one and trips over one of the dead bodies oh stunned and still shocked at what had happened it is now phil's turn all uh, right they are stunned for the next turn chris is now in the middle of six more enemies. Well, I'm going to join them. What's okay. up Roll your 20 dice for me, please. I got um, 18. Bill, deciding to do the same thing, charges, and he does not try to make it quiet as he war cries his way through, which stuns them even more, which allows Bill to come up close and completely annihilate the rest of them, leaving no one alive. Shocked and stunned, the scientists will not move forward. Your, the armored wolf hates you guys even more. As you guys collect what was on the armored uh, the pirates, you guys notice a lot of the weapons... And the equipment are from your uh, are from your your military group. So you guys load it onto the ship, onto the pirate ship, as well as you guys look for the remains of what could be left of Mr. Lockwood. Please roll your toy dice. I got a four. 11. All right, as you guys are looking, you guys find nothing except for his signature rail pistol, which seems to be just a smaller version of Chris's rail gun. But because it has its name on, his name written on, written on it, you guys keep it as uh, a raw trophy and proof that you had taken him out. You guys decide that instead of walking the next 15 kilometers, you guys decide to take the ship since you guys need to keep it as well. And you guys, please roll your 20 dice for me, please. Okay, I got it. 19 too. <laughs> So as you guys get on the ship, you guys realize that it's, it's an experimental cruiser to type ship. Uh, coming from of a galaxy over three light years away from your home sector, which is known for their scientists experimenting and building experimental style ships. This seems to be the uh, semi-latest that they have built that was stolen that comes with very interesting usage. It comes with uh, it comes with two plasma cannons, three railgun, turreted railguns, as well as a multitude of smaller caliber anti-personnel and anti-fighter uh, weaponry. The ship has the latest of communication set, which will which out which outdoes your communication system that you are to be put down on the station. Which is well, something you can use to your benefit to help send information to your home planet. And as you guys go, you guys see a fleet of about 30 ships coming your way. And they seem to be flying under the same flag, of Mr. Lockwood's. As you see, it is actually his vice captain, Mr. One Eyed. No one knows why he has that name since he has two eyes, but he goes as Mr. One Eyed. <laughs> And he is sending an attack. Unfortunately for him, he has no real bounties on him except for just a standard shoot on sight. And because you guys rolled your high numbers, you guys launch an all-out attack on the ships, destroying about 28 of them. Leaving Mr. One-Eyed and a secondary ship alive. You can either force him to surrender or you can destroy the ship outright. I say you force him to surrender. Alright then. Alright, I'll, I'll second that. I'll second that on you. Alright, roll well, your guys' 20 dice for me, please. Oh man, he's surrendering now, man! I got a eighteen. Um, before, <laughs>
1: <laughs> alrighty.
0: As you guys are trying to force him to surrender, Bill says something oddly weird that enrages the uh, that enrages Mister One Eye, and he decides that he's going to land his ship and challenge Bill to a one on one with pistols only, more of a gentleman's match, I guess you can call it. In any case, apparently, Bill had called him a little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Bill, will you take this one-on-one or will you just press the button to fire upon his ship? I call upon this... Uh, F- I'm going to go for the button. <laughs> Put your 20 dice for me, please. Now, Chris, you I need to roll did. against him and press your one. Do you want to force surrender? All right, I got, a, I got 10. So, Chris, Bill, deciding not wanting to do a one-on-one, goes and pushes the button before Chris can stop him, firing the two large plasma cannons straight at... Uh, Mr. One-Eyed ship destroying it completely. As he did that, the other pirate ship, after seeing that happen, decides he's going to flee. Unlucky for him, Chris had also pressed pressed another button to fire the rail guns. The railguns ripped through the engines and into other part of the other compartments of the ship, sending it to the ground, killing everyone on that ship completely, but has left a nice wreck for you guys to scavenge later. You guys land at the site you guys are needed to be, and... Oh, where are you guys' toy dice from, please? I got 12. I got 2. Well, as you guys step out of your the ship, uh, Bill takes an arrow to the shoulder. Uh, oh. Like, oh uh, surprise! Chris brings up his railgun and fires in the general direction, hitting a tree and someone behind it. Would you guys like to scout the area, or, well... Chris, would you like to scout the arrow while Bill tries to heal his wound, or would you like to stay and guard the the site? I will guard the site. Bill, I need you to roll your twenty dice one please. I got a ten. Well, Bill, you managed to take out the uh, the arrow. You started patching yourself, and that's when you fell, fell unconscious. Mm-hmm. You are taken into the uh, the ship into the uh, a pressurized uh, medical bay for further uh research to see if you and i need you to roll another 20 dice for me, place i got 19 Alrighty. lucky for you the air was not poisoned uh the only thing that happened was that uh the hole in your suit had taken a bunch of the poisonous air and you inhaled it luckily you did not inhale enough of it to kill you although you're now stuck in the sick bay for once the scientist is go ahead and setting up the uh Tell them a communications array on the ship to send to your home planet on the information you have found. Now you can either go ahead and try to investigate what had happened in on how Bill got hit, or you can stay and wait for them to come towards you. I don't know why I'm sending Chris on this mission, but what would you like to do? What are, What are my options again? So you can either sit and guard the base. Now there are other people. There are more military members helping you. They are just kind of just regular soldiers. Or you can scout out the area where the arrow came from and try to investigate what had happened. I'll sit, I'll sit tight. All right, roll your 20 dice. Your I got a 10. Because of that, Chris, I need you to roll another 20 dice. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I got a 10 again. All righty. So, Chris, you take an arrow to the leg. Oh. and So you can either go inside to remove it or wait to see what comes out of the shadows. I uh, Wait. I'll take All the right. chance. Alright. So, Chris goes ahead and tries does some small first aid to keep his suit from leaking air, or air leaking into it, and has managed to stabilize the wound. Although the arrow is still in there, and waits for the shadows to move. And what comes out seems to be like Oh, well, lucky you, Chris. Seems to be comes out a what looks like to be a humanoid creature or a human of sorts. It steps out with a bow and arrow, still pointing at you guys and wondering what's going on. You can either shoot that person, Chris, or try to do peaceful negotiations. I want to do peaceful negotiations. All right, roll your 20 dice. Okay. Went from killing to peaceful negotiations. <laughs> yeah, there's a story to this, bro. I got, I got You're unconscious, so you can't speak. I got oh, a I'm in bed. That's right. that's right. I got involved. Alrighty. So, Chris puts down his weapon, stands up on, well, tries to stand up, and puts his hand in the air. Is to look as, uh, tries to look as peaceful as possible. That does allow the person to somewhat lower their guard. That person tries to speak. That person tries to speak with you, but unfortunately, your translator on your uh, suit does not understand the language. Now you can try to speak to them, or you can try to wait and see if your translator can pick up on the, the language. Note: if you try to sit there and wait for the your translator, it could cause some problems. It could, depending on your role. Oh, uh, you know what? At the chances on my universal translator. Okay, roll your twenty dice, twenty, please. Come on, days. I need this. I got ten. Where's your sixth eye? I got a four. The, uh, decides to not say anything yet to let the transponder, uh, the translator pick up the language. It does cause cause the native to get a little bit hostile, but lucky for Chris, the trans the translator does pick up the language and starts translating the language to you. And they're asking, what are you doing here? And what are you doing here? And why are you guys causing so much havoc? I'm to make peace and prosperity. That, that's, that's not an answer. <laughs> Explain it to her or to that to this person. Yes. All right. Roll your toy dice for your first. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I got straight down the middle 10. Chris explains what is going on and why they're there. And it does, It she does seem to get somewhat, Oh, sorry, this person does seem to get somewhat hostile with you, no. notifying you that these are uh, her clan's land, and you cannot just start mining it for no reason. You also notify the person that when they did their first search, there was no one living on this land, or it, it did not have human-like life, as you point to her, Notify in a in a uh in a say trying to say that they did not see uh human like uh, like her life forms on the planet now you can either try to s- see if you can convince her and her people to allow you to mine on the land or you can pick the genocide route. we can we can we we can work things out let's see all right roll your 20 dice <laughs> go four all right uh well lucky for you chris as you try to speak, you happen to fall, uh, fall unconscious because of the amount of blood. <laughs> Lucky for you, the scientists had come out at the right time. And because your trans- your translator had picked up on the language, it had transferred that information to the rest of the people. He then continues to negotiate with them while you're unconscious. I need you to roll your 20 dice off on please. Forever. <laughs> all right so you'll be unconscious so bill and chris i need you guys to roll 20 dice okay i got a got a nine i also got a nine. Okay. Oh, jesus so you guys will be because your guys' characters will be unconscious through, through the duration you guys will be rolling for the scientists in the negotiate peaceful negotiations and or the other military uh, personnel that is alongside you now because you guys have both rolled a nine that is an 18 the negotiations so far have gone pretty peacefully, although it is with someone who is not of higher rank. Although the scientist had co- was able to convince her to be able to take her take him to the elders. So he takes two of his men, uh, two of your men, to go with him. They, are, they do leave behind their more bigger arms and just take some sidearms with them as to be as peaceful as possible. So they get to... Uh, the village which is about fifty uh sorry about five kilometers away from the landing site. So the scientist goes in to talk to the elder. So I need you guys where you're swing dice one please. I got uh where is it? Yeah okay, eleven. I got a twenty. Alrighty so he talks to the uh the head elder notifies him of the situation that are in and what they're doing there. He also negotiates with him about the minerals on the land that he wants to mine, that wants to be mined by the company he's with and notifies them about possible, about possibly moving the village away from the site. So that way it can be mined. Of course, the elder does not want to leave there because his family and the village has been there for over generations, let's say over 30 generations. So it's about 300 years worth of life. In other words, but the elder had noticed that w- the minerals he wants to mine, that there is a, actually a nicer place, uh, sorry, a nicer place, a better place for them to mine because there has seemed to be a lot more of the uh, resource, which is about 25 kilometers away in the opposite direction of the landing site and the village. So he decides that he will t- uh, the end the negotiations there and wait for the other two to wake up in order to uh, process that information and hit, send that to the group that they're with. So he heads back. Well, that's the end of our quest for This Not Your Dungeon. So good morrows and good night, travelers.